0: Hey everybody, in this episode of the MacGyver After Show, we're breaking down Season 1, Episode 9, Chisel. Find out what Mac, Jack, and Riley do when they're trapped in an American embassy, and everybody's coming to get them. Let's do it. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! Oh, yes. There it is. It's sweet, sweet music. That's right. We can never get enough of the Hades MacGyver thing kicking Uh. us in. We always have to take a look up at the YouTube there. Look at that. Yeah, light that spark there. Do it, Uh, Mac. (laughs) Welcome, everybody, to the MacGyver After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. We're breaking down Season 1, Episode 9. Boom, that's right. Chisel. Yes. Chisel. Look at that. Interesting. Yes. I was like, chisel. I don't
1: know what... I don't know. I'm just trying to think... Yeah, because usually it's always it, like there's some kind some, of tool Yeah, for some uses. reason, but I don't remember him using the chisel. He used a lot of tools in this one. Yeah. But, uh, I don't see uh, was going
0: to chisel another thing that uh, the Latvian uh, <laughs> ambassador gave them, the right. statue that he broke. Maybe he, he was going to chisel something out of that.
1: Oh, wait, wasn't he chiseling that? Yeah, he broke it on the ground, and then yeah. he was like, he made balls out of it.
0: See? There we right, go. there we go.
1: Chiseling the balls. Look, we figured it out, guys. Look at that. Do it uh, ourselves. Welcome, everybody. I'm one of your hosts, Frank
0: Moran. You can follow me on Twitter at Happy go Jackie.
1: And I'm your other host, Mike Kalinowski. You can follow me at Mike MikeKalinowski on Twitter.
0: Yes. Now, before uh, we went up to uh, join you folks, uh, you can also... Actually, before we even do that, you can like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hop in the chat. Share your thoughts about this episode or the series in particular or in general. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And, uh, yes, as we were talking about before the show started, we both felt like this episode was kind of uh, probably one of our favorites Yeah, this is
1: This has got to be... The episode where I was like, "Okay, I think they found their their niche. What works?" It was a little different than the normal formula that we're used to. I think. Yes. And you could tell that, and I think it's it's telling because usually uh, TV shows take six, seven, eight, nine episodes. I remember with Arrow, it didn't really get good till like episode eighteen of the first season, and that's when it really kicked off for that show. Uh, But every show, you know, you're finding your footing. You're you're finding how the actors' voices. what they speak to to the character and they play to their strengths and I think this episode definitely definitely was like okay this is what I want to see more of go this direction with it
0: well I feel like uh, After Buzz's own Roxy Stryer her, her wow, motto Roxy. is hey uh, give uh, you should give every series uh, six episodes and then make your decision on it
1: that's Roxy's that's her standby yeah, good yeah. for her I like She's that like, you usually you that's, can tell that's the problem with, with a lot of television nowadays is networks even after like one or two they're like it's done you know they, they don't do the full Half season episode order or full season, they do you know a couple episodes and they'll do like what they call the, the back nine, front nine, and all yes. that stuff. And they they call that a full season nowadays. And it, but most shows, you're one, two episodes, you can't, you can't, that's not enough time. It, it sucks, it's terrible that, that that happens. There's so many good shows out there that just don't make it past that. because yeah, I feel like you're,
0: you, I mean, the writer's got to be figuring out like uh, tweaking the formula,
1: right? It's like and what the audience likes or doesn't like you know you can't get that feedback right away yeah but I, I think we we have this culture of you know everything there's so much now that's out there there's a, a great article in and the sag newsletter that you get like once a month and it's about that there's so much content out there now there's so much more work for actors and, and directors and writers but the attention span of everyone it's like you got to grab them and you got to keep them
0: yeah and i feel like it's like everything's got to come out of the box perfect it's yes. got to be like yeah. this fully realized, a- yeah, four star perfect example of your episode, it's of tough. your series. Yeah. Uh, well, let's tackle one of the things that we've had some discussions about for okay. the course of this season here, uh, and we'll just figure out how we how we like how they're handling this so
1: far. Bowser. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now, did I think we talked about this? I think didn't we said maybe two episodes ago, before the Murdoch episode, that they got to bring him into the fold somehow? Or we think I think you talked about this. like there's yeah. got to be something will happen when he'll be brought into the fold. Uh, so we got that. Yes.
0: Do you like the idea of him being now part of the Phoenix Foundation and kind of doing like the masks and all that kind of stuff?
1: I knew where they were going with it when they had that, that scene where they're interrogating him where they're like, oh, your handiwork, this and that. And they, they shot back to that picture of him with that George Washington mask. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. Get their money's worth out of that mask. Yeah. I, um, I'm always, I don't know. I'm always torn for. When you've got these government agencies and they bring in outside people like that, like they brought in Riley from the beginning, like you mean out of your entire organization you couldn't find a hacker? You needed her, but you know it worked for her. But so this, it's like, you know, and it seems like he's going to be much more in the office. He's not a field guy. Danger's not his middle name, as he said. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, uh, but he wasn't as um, forced to me this episode. I liked, I liked his. Uh, We'll see what happens. We'll see. How about you? What do you think?
0: I'm I'm going to be curious because, I mean, certainly as we're talking about he's not going to be in the field. He's going to be much more the uh, back end working with the science crew and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But this show seems to be so much about being out on the mission. It's not about prepping for a mission. It's not about like those. They're not really L.A. based for their missions at all. So they're not like coming back and hanging out in the lab trying to figure out like a
1: crime. It's so interesting you said that because when they're talking about, you know, this is what we got to do. We got to go for it. And then it cuts to the mission's already going. I like that. I didn't we didn't have to get the build up to finding the guy. There he is. He sees us. They went right to it. Yeah. That was cool.
0: So, for that, I'm wondering like how are we going to I don't know if we're going to see more of Bozer. I mean, we'll know that he's in in the inner circle so right, to speak, right. but I can't I don't know how much like more we'll see of him because and will
1: they need masks and stuff? I mean, disguises maybe? I don't, I don't know. know. I think maybe maybe, maybe again that's going to maybe uh, you guys out there, and a lot of people that watch the show, are kind of like, okay, this Bowser character at home in the apartment, this is boring. Yeah, this is every episode we got to deal with this. And I think they like the character; it's a good foil. You know, it's his outside life now brought in. Uh, so I think the writers had to find a way to fold him into it. Yeah. So
0: because um, I'm also thinking like the way that the show structured now, as we're talking about, usually they're they're in Thornton's office, they figure out what the mission is, and boom, they're they're in it right after right. that. yeah. and and I like that style that kind of pace do I want to now see it kind of slow down with them well let's go over to the lab and talk to Bozer and see what kind of stuff
1: we might need for this mission this is definitely going to be interesting to see what they're doing with this yeah because they didn't really give him a job or a a title he's just there yeah and we'll we'll uh, see I, I felt like they was like,
0: oh, I guess I have to put my budding film career on hold. I'm like, mm, yeah, it's all right,
1: Bozer. Yeah, think I think you. Were, you they weren't chopping at the bit to get you out there <laughs> making movies, pal. <laughs> uh. Uh, what I
0: did like though was comparing uh, uh, Bozers and Max uses uh, uh, finger. Uh, um, I mean, say uh, paperclip skills. Oh yeah, because uh, Mac. I felt like this is one of his weakest paperclip. Oh, with uh their things. handcuffs, right? Yeah, well, that's was kind of weak. But then Bozer just makes a big long chain.
1: Now, did did I ever? Did I miss? What they why they said that it was in there, the bowl of paper clips. I guess I, I know I missed I missed one or two at the beginning, and I don't know if I missed like this why that has to be there. That it's, it's Mac's thing.
0: I guess it's Max thing. Like he will just pick up a paper clip, and that's the way he just kind of like gets into the mission. I guess which seems odd. Uh, but it's, it's like they've never really addressed like you know uh, uh, Mac is uh, you know is borderline Asperger's, and he needs these paper clips in here to well, be that, able to do
1: something. You know. Again, great point by you, Frank. It's like we said last week how you wanted to kill off Bowser. This is like if they would have given Mac a little, maybe, tinge of autism or Asperger's, like like uh, the movie The Accountant with Ben Affleck. Yes. Or just as a nuanced level. Wow, I'm really, that's intriguing. Yeah. <laughs> to see like a, a show, a daily show, a weekly show, I'm saying action adventure with your lead hero. Has something like that, and it would make a little more sense.
0: Yeah, he just needs to get that it's before he can there, do it.
1: It's something there, and yeah, he, he he's not, he's clicks on a different level than most people. And yeah, good. I, I might have to. I might Ooh. steal that. I all might, right, that, that's a, that's a great story <laughs> idea to, to have, man. Good. Yeah, start. I, I didn't mean to stop in the. No, no, no. I, right there, uh, but that's a.
0: It did make me laugh though when he just holds up uh, Bozer's just and like thing. Like, he's like, nice. I'm like, really? That was just him just kind of. Yeah, it's like.
1: I paper. think <laughs> I could fun. do that. I think I think all of us can do that. Yeah.
0: So, I guess Mac would like our work. I guess I'll take that. Yeah, all right. Uh, we find, though, that the mission this time, though, is they have to go to Latvia. Not Lavaria, guys. Sorry, no appearance by Dr. Jones. That's why I was episode. a
1: little. I
0: was like, Dr. No, <laughs> I was like, oh, Latvia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, they had to, have, to capture Janice, who's a uh, member of a terrorist organization. And
1: now, it's. I, I, that I thought it was cool because they had said. You know, it almost seems like with ISIS and all these other ones, the, the FBI, CIA, everyone's uh, is reactive. Mm-hmm. Well, the Phoenix Foundation is going to be proactive and go after these before they become the next ISIS and stuff. Yeah, I was like, that's really cool. Now they kind of have like a mission, uh, not, not mission statement for them, but it's not putting out fires wherever. It's like we're being proactive now. And I was like, that's really cool.
0: And I like that transition so much from them, like, all right, we're going to go do it. To cut to the missions already yes. gone south.
1: Yes, because that was boring. That kind of stuff, and we've seen that before. Like in uh, it's the Murdoch one, where they're in the the, the uh, museum faking it around. Yeah, they cut right to that. So that was nice. And I don't know, I don't know if that's a a director's choice. Maybe there was scenes before, but they just said for editing and for time. You know we've got to condense down, but yeah, because I feel like you can almost figure out like you know the kind of stuff yeah. that would happen. Yeah,
0: and so let's just get right to the the cool part where everything just goes south and they've got to just start scrambling. Right, and they do split up and uh, Max one that happens to come up across uh, Janice and subdues yeah. him before uh, Riley and Jack can help him out. Yeah,
1: and I did like the way they let him keep shooting. I'll I'll, I'll go to, I'll hear the sounds of the bullets. <laughs> yeah, and I like that they made that little kind of like,
0: uh, like a smoke grenade or like uh, like kind of explosive yeah. uh, detonation of the aerosol can kind of distract
1: them I thought it was funny It was like well, they, they were spray paint cans right mm-hmm. and then right behind it was like a freshly spray painted graffiti wall I was like okay they put two and two together and they're, they're thinking that's why cans would be there yeah I'm like, okay <laughs> um, I, my work is done
0: I'll just leave yeah. this right here
1: I'm a rebel I do graffiti on the wall I'm not like cleaning this thing <laughs> up throw my can <laughs> down so they capture
0: him uh, but of course before they can capture uh, before they captured him he was able to send out an SOS to everybody in his phone contact list saying yep. hey save me I'm in trouble yeah
1: and, and then the chase begins that's right so, so now i was a little confused on this they were trapped they were in build, building alleyways and they didn't know which way out was a clear path is that what was yeah keeping them there right yeah because uh, they needed a kind of an eye in the sky yeah
0: and i like that the eye kind of and again jack uh, i feel like jack's role is always to kind of give up something of his to be able to help the mission continue right
1: that. poor guy <laughs> Uh, but a cool little uh, eye in the sky that they made, and that that seems plausible. That to me was kind of like, okay, that I would think would work. Yeah, and
0: so, uh, so cool to be able to kind of just track yeah. it as it goes up until eventually uh, the balloon that they kind of okay. uh, the crude balloon they fashioned just pops, and yeah. Jack's poor cell phone is yeah. uh, no more. Sorry. About and they that.
1: found a way to get. It. They found their secret way to. Why, does my seat keep? I might feel bad. I mean, Uh-oh. sorry. I think it's just. I don't know. I feel like I keep going lower and lower, but maybe it's just me bouncing up and down here. Uh, uh, my, <laughs> Mike is shrinking through the course of this episode <laughs> um, but I thought that was unique again they really work a lot of his stuff into it which is great Yeah, and it was. I felt like this one I
0: thought it was a good example it didn't have so much of the, the, the Chirons flying around the labeling everything but a little bit now, more of the
1: narration with him I was just going to say that I don't remember it last episode I think the last time I remember seeing it was the prison break I don't yeah. think it was last episode either no, which is definitely live. not in this one no which I love I, I don't think we need to know that no, just give me the narration I'm right. totally cool yeah. with
0: it uh, and so they're able to finally use the eye in the sky find their way out of the alleyways yep. get in a car head to uh, trying to head out of Latvia but of course all these people that uh, uh, Janice has they're contacted going to, they're heading
1: for the airport wasn't it yeah they're trying to get to the airport uh,
0: and uh, they're just kind of going car by car wanting to do searches so they then take off on foot yep. and make
1: it to the American Embassy it right.
0: seems like a smart place you to know, hide out
1: uh, it was very cool because when I knew the, the plot of the episode I was like okay this is going to be another one of those I'm sure the writers have a term for episodes where it takes place all in one location like the prison episode that was pretty much all in that location yeah. so when I knew the going in this was the concept I was like oh okay here we go more of this but almost a good third of the episode was not in the embassy no. so I loved that it, again that was again playing against my preconceived notions of an action adventure TV show so I loved that I we had a little bit of a foot chase which was great but uh, I do not like, and this probably speaks just of the show, anytime they get into a car, the green screen in the car. <laughs> it's been done much better for years now. I don't, yeah. I don't know why on this show it's just not working for me. It's just, I don't know what it is about the green screen in the car to get it to look like they're driving. It just doesn't work for Guys
0: me. Guys, you're into soundstage. I got it. All right. Let's move. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I don't know. Yeah. In fact, we should just never actually see them driving. Just we don't cut need to, to. Uh, jump in a car. Cut to they're yep. pulling up to wherever they're Getting at. Get out of the car. Closing yep. the doors. That's perfect. We Go know through.
1: we know what's going inside that car. <laughs> but uh, they make it to the embassy.
0: Yeah, and that's uh, and of course uh, Alicia Coppola. She's the, uh, the yeah the head of the uh, American mm-hmm. embassy. What is she from? Did you say her name like that because yes, she is. Cause she looked familiar to me. It's like where have I seen this actress before? She's been in a few shows and of course a well, lot I've of got this little me. thing. Wait, um, is that is that a way to connect to the larger world? To just connect in the to the internet. Ah, look at that! The internets. It's yes. My favorite word. Uh, so she's she's up. been in uh, several TV shows, and uh, they escape me at the moment. They won't
1: in a second here, Frank. I no, got, they won't. I not. got us
0: covered. Yes, I love it. Uh, and of course, now, uh, the, but the guys that are uh, that Janice contacted, they're not taking no for dancers. Well, Even though you're no in the not. American Embassy, supposed to be you know safe ground. It's a small, uh, band of Marines protecting it. So these guys feel like we outnumber them. We're just going to keep pressing and attacking and storm the embassy.
1: I loved it. Yeah, it was a nice action scene. I don't think we've seen a good action scene like that. Like with a lot of gunfire and a lot of everything like that. I thought it was really cool. Like that, you know, and they, what was interesting, they were calling for help. They called, uh, back to base for help. And then it cut to commercial for me. You mm-hmm. know, they've got a, fit the breaks in. And then when it came to they were already in the embassy. Yeah. So again, that was one of those things you don't need the little bits in between. You yeah, we didn't figure like it out. yeah, like knocking on their hey, come yeah, on, can this, we give this me- move. This ep- this episode really moved as some of the other ones didn't. They kind of stumble a, a couple times.
0: Yeah, I feel like it was just nice just to just pare it down yeah. just to exactly what we need to show you to tell the story. Yeah. So
1: they find out, though, that uh,
0: they're in the American embassy. They have everybody trying to storm the embassy, and they need backup. And unfortunately, the backup's only going to get there in six hours. Six hours. So you've got to be able to hold that embassy tight against all those people for six hours. It doesn't sound possible, especially no, with the small number of Marines that they've got. Four
1: Marines outside, and then the house there. So yeah. then they're in trouble with the embassy and uh so they start barricading everything up of course and, the people in the embassy are like mm. yeah they go like, oh, i don't want to do this but i love that that um the the paper yes I was about that to that. me and he's like doing the math because right then i was like oh i'm screwed <laughs> i wouldn't be i'm done Math? no but he's sitting there writing it out and i'm like that's cool and that makes sense like how much paper thickness and i was like okay that's that's really cool yeah i i was impressed
0: when he just uh, starts to anybody that can just do those kind of equations right there start busting it out like all right i'm gonna figure oh, out she's, that girl
1: actress has a huge list of questions she's been in on everything all the tv shows there it's you go i've seen her
0: anyway, uh yeah figures yeah. out the drag uh, you know just then based on that like how much uh, how, how much uh, velocity is lost through right. one sheet then you figure out how many would be lost through a whole ream
1: so his Very uh cool. yeah, but it was really cool to see them doing that. Like, all right, we're gonna hold off, and then I loved when they got to the point where they started hearing single shots instead of fully auto. So they're like, oh, they're conserving their ammo. Oh, they're, they're in trouble now. Yeah, got to get them inside here, which is great. That this whole build up to that part was awesome. And of course, Janice
0: is like, ah, uh, yes, they're gonna come in here. They're gonna kill you, and everything's fine. Oh,
1: okay, so they handcuffed him, and he's like, you shut up. You know, you're sitting here. You're in trouble.
0: Yeah, and they throw. They actually throw a grenade at, him at one point. And and Matt
1: picks it up and tosses it.
0: Love it. Ballsy. And Riley's like, hey, guess what? You know, you were just sitting right in here. They clearly do not care if you live. They'd rather have you dead because you're here inside the embassy. So for all they know, you are talking. I want to live. Yeah. And then to die. And so he says, all right, I guess I'll help you out. Yeah. But how much do you
1: Uh, trust this guy? I don't know if I would have helped. I don't know if I would have helped him. I know we needed to for the story to move forward, but I don't know if I would have done that.
0: Yeah. So, Uh, you know, I feel like. Out of all the episodes, this was probably one of the most entertaining, but also the most simple in terms of real simple. Yeah, it's just like hey, these guys got to maybe can they last six hours against yeah. all these people that want them dead? Yeah, and how does Mac just use what's around them to kind of fortify their 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 surroundings?
1: Right. So then, so they're fortifying, but then they realize because the cop the the, the MPs are lo- running out of bullets, they've got to get them out. Yes. And what did he say? It's I thought he was going to say Trojan horse because he said, "What did the Greeks do?" Was oh, in it, and I thought, yeah. "Oh, Trojan horse." Okay, but then I forgot what he used the word. I can't remember the word. Not, not palladium.
0: No, I can't no. remember. But they to form the shield. Yes, but uh, almost like uh, something out of 300, so yes. to speak. Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. phalanx a Maybe Flannix? Phalanx? Fal- 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 phalanx? I think that's what the 300. That's call called when they had their all shields together. It's a cool thing. Could look. be wrong because Mac but noticed awesome. like that the truck is
0: there, so yep. they get everybody to give up their bulletproof vests, which the guy didn't want to do. No, and it's that like, one, hey, that the, one guy. <laughs> yeah, that guy. I've got a, I've got a, a wife that's eight months pregnant. I yep. got to get back to her. Like, Mac mm. promised him. That's true. I yep. promise you. You follow me. I'll get you back. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I liked it but I, I liked the, the idea I, it was cool to see uh, Mac and Jack in action and we often just see the two of them really kind of handling stuff but to see them working with a, a, even just a four uh, right, four right. man unit of yeah. Marines was cool
1: and they also had a couple beats in there with the two of them talking which those are the great those are great scenes with the two of them man. I always liked those scenes and I, I noticed about halfway through the episode and I think it worked to the betterment of the, this episode we didn't get the constant flashbacks to Thornton back at headquarters it seemed like she was the beginning every now and then she'd pop in for the phone call to let them know what's going on but it just really moved this episode maybe that's why it felt different for us it was just really going yeah it it set the pace and and the height and the tension i think
0: it was great because it's like usually it's like there's a lot of twists and turns or different approaches to this and this is just like one of the most simple just to talk about episodes so far this season yeah but just because it's simple doesn't mean it's any less effective. In fact, it's even more effective than some of the other episodes. Right. Uh, but they get the marines in. Uh, and now uh, they figure like, hey, these guys, uh, they're the, the bad guys outside are also getting backup as well.
1: Now didn't wasn't it like they they started making? Oh no, we went to, So they bring them in, and then they started making stuff. Yes. But they didn't really say what they were just making a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And that was they started making grenades and bombs, so the guys kind of retreated.
0: Yeah, they wanted to take back the offensive, so
1: to speak. Yeah. But then they were like, oh, we, maybe that was kind of easy. But then, like, no, nah, it's too easy because they're calling a backup.
0: Yeah, because it's like uh, Mac decides to make it like a little AM radio in there. Uh, that's where yeah, you're yeah, yeah, right. So yeah, so they gets the antenna, wires everything together, and they're able to hear, like, hey, find me somebody that speaks Latvian. Yeah. And figure out, hey, guess these guys are backing up because they're waiting for reinforcements, which are going to be here in two hours. And, of course, uh, Mac's reinforcements are going to be there in three. Three. So An hour of trouble. Yeah, that's not going to work is that going to work nah how's he going
1: to get we're heightening the tension the yeah episode, which is great again ratcheting it up again
0: so the idea is well we're going to probably have to give up the first floor uh, of the embassy we're going to have to go up right. and then uh, they notice the safe and
1: they figure and she's out, like we've got to shred these documents we got to shred them ah <laughs> yes oh, she's doing her job still okay yeah
0: that's true and uh, they figure out the, the Latvian dude's like wait, as you're saying, he's like I don't want to die I'll right. help you and so they let him out to, to help him along right uh, and the idea is like hey we need you
1: to call your bad guys right and uh, say so exactly so he said, this well, now wait. so at this point they're upstairs did they say we're not going to win this that had happened right yes so he's like we're not going to win this which was a really cool moment that they all kind of realized we're not getting out of here until they go you know what we're trying oh because then because then uh, Dalton talked about he gave Mac the idea to bring them to him what he was he was saying something about it, they kind of had that moment with the two of them yes. where it was like we're gonna do. I forgot what what MacGyver said to him, but it's like, "You just you just solved it. You figured it out." He's like, "I did." He's like, "Yeah, by telling us, you know, we're gonna bring them to us." So then, kind of this, I, and it, in my head, I said, "Oh, well, we gonna have a home alone moment here." That <laughs> yeah, that, that that's was going true. through my my head was, "Oh, this is what's gonna happen here." But, Especially during that earlier montage of the making stuff, right. I was like, "All right, we're gonna wait for the paint can to come yeah. and <laughs> hit the main bad guy." A, as much as I love the, the James Bond film Skyfall, that last twenty minutes is home alone. Yeah, in his house. So I was like, "Oh, we going to get another one of this of all the different things," which is always cool to see what they would do, and especially with someone like MacGyver, in the mix, what would happen. But I didn't really know what they were doing. You know, they bring the safe, and then with the soap, yeah, is that just to move it? It or? was.
0: It was to move it and realize that you could change the coefficient of friction by putting like the the liquid soap on one side of the safe. You right. can tip it over, and now it's much more easier to
1: move than before. And I liked how they were building the putty and the coffee things yeah that yeah, was cool so i look like he was making c4 basically i mean some kind of puttied explosive
0: does it does it make you want to try to take like a safe or some kind of metal type object that's really heavy spray you know cover it with liquid soap on one side and see if it'll move i think that would work wouldn't it i mean like, what i like is, i mean the show i mean they they stick pretty close to like hopefully being scientifically accurate Fact, I, I think so. I mean, I read an article this past week uh, about with Lucas Till on the show. Uh, uh, and just talking about, you know, some stuff like happened with uh, that last episode with Nikki in the diner. Yeah. How that's going to maybe affect uh, like Jack and his relationship for a few episodes because he's probably not going to want to tell Jack everything that happened inside there. Okay. Uh, but he was also mentioning all the different, th- all the different techniques and uh, devices that he kind of makes up on the fly. And um, the idea is they're supposed to be at least scientifically based in uh, scientific fact. There's some
1: sound knowledge to that. Yes, okay. and
0: there's only been one, and he wouldn't reveal which one it was, but it, only one this season so far. Where he's like, "What? That that doesn't make any sense. This this is impossible. Why are we doing
1: this? This looks terrible." And I was like, "John, John the writer. He was it's, he's the new guy in the show. John, come on, what is this?" I, like, oh, I thought it looked cool. I was like, "Come on, John." But uh, you know, who gave him a little pep talk though. Was
0: uh George Eads. Did he? Yeah, he said like, "Hey, you know, you got to just as long as you sell it." Everybody would buy it, and Lucas said when he looked back at the cut and saw how it was edited together, he goes, yeah. "Wow, okay, it may not have been scientifically accurate, oh. but it still looked cool on camera."
1: Okay, that's interesting. Interesting to see which one it would be.
0: Yeah, the, I, and actually, the one that he said that was probably the closest that uh, they left out a few steps, but very close to how it would happen was when he made that uh, turned his cell phone into a, the, the camera where he slid it underneath the door to find out if anybody was in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said like okay. that with yes, yeah, so like that. So far, was like as close, pretty close to that, exactly how yeah, it happened. Yeah, that seems
1: like something that would work. Interesting. Yeah. So they, and from, now, I don't remember if they showed it, but they barricaded, they were trying to trap them in the main room. Yes. That's what they were doing. I thought, my first thing is like, they would have them come up to where the barricades were and they were going to drop the safe on them. That's what I thought. Yes. But, and then they started walking away. I was like, oh, this isn't going to work. But then I was like, oh, they closed every other door except the entrance and that Is it going to block the entrance?
0: Yeah, I guess, you know, they they basically, like, trap them right in there. So this way they could get out, going through all the furniture, but it's going to take them a long time to move all the furniture. They can't go back because the safe falls through the ceiling with all the debris. Right. Blocks that doorway. So now they're kind of just trapped in this little...
1: Yeah, uh, little Little rat in a trap.
0: Yeah, which gives them just enough time for Mac Mac and Jack to get uh, Riley, uh, Janice, and the rest of the Marines and the whole embassy staff... Outside into vehicles and they take off head to the airport. Get the heck out of Dodge. They got him out. Yeah, it was like uh, I was like, boy, that seemed pretty. Like once they got to that point, everybody's like, hey, all right, cool. We're just going out the window. We're done. I was like, that was. Yeah, that was the kind of the big to do. Yeah, I was like, that was easy. <laughs> okay, <Yeah. laughs> that's. It. I mean, you know, certainly. Right, right, right. Yeah, took a while to get to that point, but once they got there, I was like, oh, everybody's just jumping out the window. We're cool. We're I Had the little moment
1: with the uh, kind of jerky. Agent guy, yes, which was nice. A little redemption for that guy to kind of not be such a jerk. You kept your promise and you got us home. Let me go see my son, my daughter now, and my wife. Yeah, and we nice had a little scene
0: with Alicia Coppola as uh, Mac and Jack get over here talking to
1: her daughter. Yeah. Uh, oh saying, yeah. I tried phone. my hardest to get home.
0: <laughs> I'll try. I'll try my hardest to get there for you.
1: Now you wonder if whenever I see stuff like that where we don't see the actress, like did they have the episode? It is like, ah, oh, we really need something here to kind of, you know. Give a little more tension in the scene. It's like, oh, we'll bring the actress back in. We can't film it, but let's ADR her. Yeah. And uh, we'll throw a little bit in there. Because it just seems like, well, when they've looked at her or shown a shot of her on the phone, you know, maybe crying. That's right. I mean, again, nitpicky things that I look at that I'm just kind of like, eh. I mean,
0: I guess if you have Alicia Coppola in your episode, you know, you want to give her some the stuff Francis to do. Is
1: uh... I
0: think she's, she's a member of the Coppola family. There we go. Yes. So you want to give her something to do. So I guess well, that's why you give her that little extra scene of, you know, talking to a, fam- uh, a loved family member. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, in the grand scheme of things, not really key to the episode. You no. could have cut that out and it would been just fine. Uh, but they make it back. They get everybody safe and sound. And uh, Mac runs into Bozer. And uh, they have a nice little bro moment where the yeah. uh, apologies are made. Uh, being mad at you is like being mad at a little puppy as Bozer says can't do it can't do it can't, can't do, it. do it you want to yeah but you can't and now Bozer's part of the Phoenix Foundation
1: <sighs> I don't know
0: yeah uh, and of course he's excited because you know girls girls love spies
1: and but you can't sorry. tell anyone then yeah he's been fired. <laughs> come on now <laughs> I think he's gonna be like the worst spy ever I think he's I think bringing him into this is gonna be kind of making him like Rowan Atkinson and Mr. Bean I think that's what we're gonna have now like yeah, high drinks and stuff or or are they going to make him into like a, um, a Simon, uh, Simon Pegg on Mission Impossible, ah. where he's the kind of bumbling guy but knows his stuff, but then eventually becomes a field guy.
0: Well, I don't, you know, I bet he doesn't become a field guy, but I bet at some point he has to go out in the field for some Help reason. Him. Yeah, and then you get as much as he doesn't want to go out there, he's going to have to go out. So I feel like that'll be coming down the pipe. Uh, But, I mean, because, all right, so you are working for a spy organization, say the Phoenix Foundation. Okay. Maybe you're not in the field. Maybe you're just like Bozer. You're going to be like, you know, behind the scenes working on something. Would you be able to uh, not let that leak to anybody, like any woman you met in your life? I think
1: I'd sound kind of boring if I wasn't out in the field, you know, I, I sit at a computer all day looking at monitoring phone traffic. But they don't need to know exactly what you do. Hey. I can't tell you what I do but I'm No, because then I'll become one, I'll come off like Bill Paxton in True Lies. <laughs> Very serious. I can't tell you what I do. That's exactly who I'll be. No. Gore your cheesy little mustache. Oh, you're all set. That's that's what he'll be if he starts talking true. about it. He can't. Bowser's got to keep Maybe that's going to eat him up alive. he will hate it. He won't tell the chicks about it, but he can't. Yeah, but you know why why is he worried about that? If he's got Riley, he's got, you know, yeah, he, he's, he's got... done. He hasn't gotten any digits from her in two episodes. No, that's true. I they know. gotta stretch those 10 digits out for 22 episodes but
0: you know that ugh, that just seems like so she, he gets the extra 4 digits but then that's just that's just a phone call to get it set up a date
1: I don't see them together either
0: and neither do I. I I mean I feel like I
1: feel
0: yeah. like she would go out with him because she is so busy she doesn't have anybody else that you know she could possibly meet to go yeah, out with yeah
1: they're, but then they're mixing love and, and work in a dangerous environment and that's not going to be good for anyone no I mean, Mac's caught in the middle. How does he deal oh, with that? That's trouble. Oof, that doesn't sound good at all. <laughs> you know, it's one of those, like, this is such a fast episode to recap because, as we said, it's, you know, very pretty, pretty straightforward episode. Yeah. I, I did like that little bit with Mac when he kind of had the whole moment of conscience where he's like, you know, I, I was the one that involved Bozer in trouble. Now all these people. I did this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was my choice to bring them here. So I like that conscience about him, that real kind of, it weighs on him.
0: Well, I mean, we got a few minutes here. Let's, I mean, we're nine episodes into the season. Okay. Uh, getting uh, We're off for two weeks. In episode 10, we're getting close to kind of a, a little winter break. We
1: did that for you at home.
0: That's right. <laughs> we asked them, guys, hey. It's Thanksgiving
1: break. Yeah, give,
0: give these guys Thanksgiving weekend off, yeah, please. come on. Thank you. But then that episode's in, uh-huh. we've talked about, like, hey, as Roxy says, give every give us a, give a show six episodes before you make a decision. Yeah. How do you feel nine episodes into the season? Do you feel like they've, with this episode, which we seem to like the best so far, right. Are they kind of really kind of
1: hit uh, uh, a formula and a way so. of writing this to carry on? I hope so. Because, you know, they, they greenlit the full season early on. It wasn't after like the second or third episode. Yeah. So I don't think episode nine was shot. I don't think they saw this far in advance, you know, they might've had the script for it maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I'm very excited. I, I was hoping it was going to get this far and hoping it would get better. Cause I was enjoying it, but it wasn't a show that I was looking forward. Nah, I don't want to say looking forward to. I liked the character and every episode showed a little bit more, a little bit more of something to get me hooked where now it's like, no, I want to keep watching more because it's it's kind of broken that formula that it had that was like we knew what was going to happen every episode.
0: Well, and so far, I mean, there's been a slight hint at a mythology here with Nikki yeah. and this organization that she right. works yeah, for. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I mean, other than like this epi- that she, episode that she was in uh, last week with Murdoch, we haven't seen her since the pilot episode. Are you right. happy with the, the amount of mythology that's been
1: kind of bit and parceled throughout the season? Would you want more? There's got to be a not a science, as it's the word, of a showrunner to doing something like that, where it gets enough, where the audience always remembers it, but not enough where you're like, it's the main thing. Like, I didn't think about it at all this episode, the whole Nikki stuff. Yeah. So that's good. You don't want to always be, like, thinking about it. But when it does pop up, you're like, oh, yeah, that. So I, I can't speak of, of, of the right way to do something like that. I'm trying to think of shows, because think about it, like shows like Lost, where it just compounds on top of itself over and over again so it it just doesn't help when there's so much of it but I think this is very linear maybe is the right word I'm trying to think of for, yeah. for that thing
0: because I feel like it definitely if they wanted to change the focus and really embrace mythology at this episode, right. it does change the focus of the series because you'd have to change it to pretty much every episode they're pursuing some different lead to try I, to find out Nikki or this I'm organization I'm
1: trying to think of the words there's the two different types of shows there's a I want to say it's a procedural or a serial, mm-hmm. both dramas. Yes, where this is procedural, where every week it's a who done it? How do we get out of whatever? Where serial is much more, I guess maybe like you know Sopranos or Game of Thrones ish, where it's it's all connected. You got to watch them all. Mm-hmm. You know, if you miss one, you're kind of screwed. Uh, for this, is it's different. So, but it's always nice to have that bit of the serial. The, with you got the through line now with Nikki, they kind of layers it in so it's not just repetitive every week,
0: yeah. And now with the addition of Murdoch, who uh oh, serialized versus episodic, thank you, Zach. Thank you. And thank the you. there we so go, there you go. So, uh, yeah, for that, I uh, do you have any would you rather see this be more serialized? Are you happy more with the no, episodic? No, no,
1: I like it. I, I, you know, I don't know, I would like to see a little bit more, maybe a little bit more serialized, maybe a little bit more. I don't know, I. I because I like being able to miss it. If you miss an episode, you don't feel like, you know. And as much as episodic is like Flash and Arrow is, it is kind of becoming serialized. Those shows, they used to be much more of like the standalone episodes, where those shows have kind of gone serialized.
0: Yeah, because I feel like the uh, the formula of working towards like a uh, a big bad, for a, a big bad. Season. Yeah,
1: so I'm behind on a lot of those shows, and now it's kind of. I'm getting lost. I can't just pick up with an episode that just happened, you know, on those shows. That's true. So yeah. it's tough, you know, and I think episodic lends itself to our viewing habits now as a culture because you want to just be able to watch it when you want to watch it. You know, in episodic, it's like, I can watch this or I can watch this, you know, uh, and not be left behind instead of having to go back and binge watch three or four to catch up
0: yeah you know I, I feel like it, it again I guess it just a, de- depends on the genre like this is a genre that I feel like it's great to be more episodic with the bits of serialization yeah. in there but then I feel like a Flash or a Green Arrow Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. things like that Yeah, I, I want to embrace more of the serialized aspect of it I want to feel like we're, we're charting some sort of journey towards either one or two big okay. bads yeah. during the course of the season
1: yeah because MacGyver really doesn't need a big bad
0: no. per se yeah mm. But it's nice to have those reoccurring elements occasionally like Nikki, this mysterious organization she's working for Murdoch, now that we've got no. Murdoch in the mix. Yeah. Which uh, Lucas still said like he'll be coming back uh, definitely again before uh, before the end of the season. Yeah. So it'll be cool to see him back in the mix too. Oh yeah. Uh, and I'd be curious to see how he uh, views Mur- uh, uh, MacGyver now after he's you know been incarcerated and kind of broke out of wherever he- they've had him.
1: Yeah. I, I would actually like to see more of the Phoenix Foundation. Like the inner workings because it seems like they show up and they're in the office and that's it. So maybe now Bowser's stuff will open that up because I've always I've always loved uh, with Mission Impossible the IMF like mm-hmm. the organization. So when we saw Mission Impossible three and they open up that world and we saw Benji at his computer and we just saw the inner workings of it, I would like to see this organization because it's kind of this clandestine. Really, we don't know the boundaries of what they do. We know they're international. Mm-hmm. Um, So it would be interesting to see. I would like to see more of the the inner workings of the organization. Are you a Star Trek Next Generation fan? I'm a Trek guy. Yeah. I don't have a... A, a love or affinity for anyone in particular. I do enjoy it though because well, there yeah. is an episode
0: on The next generation called Lower decks where they kind of uh, do an episode from the view of some of the people you know oh. uh, lower down the command pole where they're interacting with our title characters, but you're seeing the story told from their point of view. I've
1: never heard of that episode. I've always you know, I always love you know they do best episodes of this and that and that's never been ever mentioned in one.
0: Yes, I mean, it's a, it's just a cool, it's a different, it's like a, a Lower interesting, ranks. yeah, it's an interesting way Check to look out. at our main characters through the eyes of people that are a little bit more down the totem pole. So an episode like that in the Phoenix Foundation where maybe you're seeing it from Bozer's point of view, yeah. a couple of the people that he works with kind of seeing what's it like to deal with MacGyver and Jack and Riley on a daily basis people that are going off around the world preventing all these you know, calamities from so, happening
1: so on Lower Decks is it like a couple of redshirt sit around going you ever see Riker way he tries to sit on a chair how he <laughs> sit on a chair right like it's just those guys like <laughs> you noticing know, like little things that they do yeah he's always like he's always spinning around and I sitting I say in that it. because I just recently found out about that whole the way that Riker sits in a chair why because he had a bad back like he had back back problems see and he did hurt to do that you know 20 times a day
0: yeah it's tough fighting so the way board mounted and the chair. That's right. he <laughs> yeah. mounted that thing. <laughs>
1: was had to get up and do it. play that sax. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited. I, you know, one thing that's bot- not bothering me about the show, the show shoots in Atlanta. I actually found out. Actually, this I found out a good friend of mine who I worked with uh, in Orlando at Universal Studios for years is Dalton's stunt double. Oh, cool! His, he's his guy. Like he was always commenting about, like, check out this week's episode of of MacGyver. And I didn't know if he maybe was in the episode or, or as stunts. He's a stunt guy. But then he did a picture, he had a behind-the-scenes picture of the embassy episode, and it was the MacGyver stunt double, because I knew it wasn't Lucas Till, and him, and he was wearing Dalton's clothes, and I'm like, dude, are you his stunt double? He's like, yeah, I'm his stunt, stunt double for the whole season, or for the show.
0: Now, does he get a haircut exactly like oh, George Oh, yeah, A's? he's
1: got, he's got the, the buzz, like the faux hawk thing and everything, yeah. Oh. And he looks, I think my buddy's better looking than him, oh. and he's, he doesn't seem, like George Ead yeah, seems like he's a big guy, like he's got a wide face. Uh, my friend is much more, not thin, but he's in shape. But they do, like, if the distance, the two of them, it looks like, you know, whenever you see Stunt Doubles, like, is it them? Oh, oh no, it's not them. That's a, awesome. Yeah, it's great. So, but what I was going to get to say is, shoots in Atlanta, and this show is an international show. You know, we we every episode we're going to some other different country. And shows on, and I don't know if it's a network uh, with CBS, like, when you've got your CSIs, they're New York, Vegas, New Orleans, wherever. Or your law and order shows, it's very easy to recreate those locations. Whether it's in Los Angeles or New York, you're shooting. It's very easy. I remember um, I worked uh, quite a bit on um, CSI New York, and it was amazing to me how they can take L.A. and make it look like New York, set dressing wise. Mm-hmm. But this show, they're in Atlanta, so it's not as a I don't I, I would say a not as location diverse city. Very true. And they're doing all these locations. The show feels sometimes cheap to me. And it's no fault of anyone. But it's it's trying to recreate all these exotic locations. But you're in Atlanta. But you're in Atlanta. You know, it, it's it's very, you know, it's tough. It's tough. I mean, look at Civil War. That shot in Atlanta. And that whole uh, beginning scene when they're going to the CDC, that was in Atlanta. But they, you know, they've got a film budget. And they can yeah. put a small marketplace and everything to make it look like that but on a TV budget it's tough man I remember with the original MacGyver they went I want to say they did three seasons in LA then went to Vancouver for like three and came back for the final one yeah because it was expensive because again that show was international but I do love that I I don't want them to just stick to the United States I love the international feel but it does show a little bit to me.
0: Yeah, and I guess that's the thing with X Files. I mean, being up there in oh, Vancouver yeah, yeah, for yeah. a lot, um, it was able, to, but the more, there are cases you get to, head, you know, we're in remote places, we're in the woods. It's easy right. to make any mm-hmm. sort of woods in Vancouver look like any woods around, that's true. around the States. Yeah. Now, it, uh, all right, so I guess with as we uh we're kind of wrapping up our thoughts, why don't we do a few predictions about uh, the, where we're going, like, where, we're, where we're heading?
1: And now, you're after Buzz TV. I don't, I don't know. Like, because I think we kind of we kind of hit on the head, like by saying bowser has got to be brought in somehow. Like, well, the episodes. So with those two, we were kind of you know close by in the ballpark, I'd say. But now, I don't know what they're doing.
0: Well, our our, mean, our next episode on uh, on December 9th will be. Uh, it's called Pliers. So. And no information about what the episode is about but Nothing? just yeah, just based on the name Pliers what do you think Mac is going to use Pliers in during the course of that episode
1: Pliers seems so generic though for him but I guess so every episode is just going to be a name of a tool huh yeah okay uh, I don't know I I want to say midpoint we're going to get some kind of Murdoch or Nikki big thing mm-hmm. halfway at the halfway point uh, I don't know because I figure we probably have at least one more episode
0: after this before we get to the winter finale yeah, yeah. so I'll figure in, and so it's what do you like, think what do you th- uh, yeah I feel I feel like we have to if we're going to take a break for you know, four weeks or so we gotta have, leave on some cool reveal or something uh, that furthers a little bit of that story of Nikki and that other organization I
1: would have thought yeah because I would have thought Murdoch would have been the big mid-season reveal But they went early with him.
0: Yeah. So I don't think we're going to... We're not going to see him, I don't think, until I bet you February sweeps. I bet we see Murdoch then. yeah. So... So you
1: think a Nikki thing with their organization, big... Yeah. Yeah? It's got to leave you something
0: like, whoa, that's crazy. Uh, See you in four weeks, and we'll let you know where we're at then. Yeah. Because, I mean, otherwise, if they just do like an episode like this, sure, it's a fun episode, but... I figure if you are gonna do like the little winter finale kind
1: of deal, you gotta, you know, you gotta leave the audience like uh, hanging on something. I am so curious why Richard Dean Anderson said he was not gonna be a part of the show because they all wanted him and they said we have a part for him, we want him in it, yeah. And I don't know why because the show really seems to be staying faithful to the original almost to a point where it could stand to deviate a little bit at this point. I think
0: yeah and i feel like you know I, I mean if we're looking at like characters like jack i mean the idea of making it certainly much more of a buddy yeah kind of drama i feel like that makes it a little bit better
1: uh than it was yeah, before much more so so you know i don't i don't know it's i maybe mean, because it's one of those ones like hey we did it there's no reason not you guys aren't doing anything new with it so
0: yeah i guess do you i mean richard dean anderson he just you know i've been there i've done that i don't right. I have any i don't have to go back and do it if i don't want to
1: yeah, I don't think he's. I don't, it doesn't seem like he's acting anymore. So maybe I'm sure he's not hurting for money. Like, no, I would like to see him back in it though. I, I mean, re- I really would. It would be, it would be cool. I, I, you know, because I, mean, I feel like then they
0: wanted possibly to play his father. I think that's what it was. Yeah, but you they, know, but if I see if I if I see Richard Dean Anderson and he comes back into the show, I want him doing something very similar to what you know, yeah. at least some nods to right. That and I have no idea based on uh, and uh, from anything that uh, our version of McEver said about his father. I have no idea what his father was like.
1: No, yeah. That'd be interesting. I don't know.
0: Yeah. So I feel. I, yeah. I have no idea if he's kind of following in his father's footsteps, so to speak, or he kind of just kind of went the opposite direction of yeah. his father.
1: Those. That's that. I think that's always the better story: is when they go in the opposite direction of your father. You know, he broke away from what he was doing. Yeah. Who knows?
0: I mean, yeah, I don't know. Uh but I guess you know that's uh we're going to be on pins and needles just as much as you are and uh, it's going to be two weeks before we find out what pliers are going to be used for.
1: <sighs> Fingers crossed I don't know. I how to get through cool? the holidays. <laughs> I really <probably> don't. <laughs>
0: So, folks, that's going to bring us to the end of this episode of the MacGyver After Show. But as always, folks, you can like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thanks, everybody, for hopping in the chat. And if you want to continue with the conversation with us even after the show's over, Mike, where can they find you? They can find
1: me on Twitter, at Mike Kalinowski. It's oh. the best way. I'm always on that. Love talking to people. Great. Love and it. what else are you doing here over at the After I'm Network? a host of DC Movie News. I missed last week, and I think we're done for the holidays. Yeah. We had an uh, episode last Thursday, which I was not a, a part of. It was a busy week. Uh, we had an all girl spectacular. It was fantastic. All lady nice. hosts. Nice. It was great. Uh, and then we're going to be coming back right after Thanksgiving. Very and cool. And also, I do the DC Movie News Character Corner, which is kind of like an offshoot of that, where we talk about. Uh, I give kind of like DC character news and little uh, people that are. Just finding out about DC characters, I go into the history of the comics uh, and stuff like that.
0: Look at that. It's a nice primer for anybody that wants to get more involved in the DC universe.
1: Look at that. That's cool.
0: Uh, Folks, you can follow
1: me on Twitter at
0: HappyCodeJackie. We'll be back in two weeks with episode 10 of MacGyver right here on AfterBuzz TV. We'll see you guys then. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network.